everybody, real quick before we get into the episode, I just wanted to drop a quick note about our Patreon. Uh, we we dropped the Patreon monthly fees to the lowest that that Patreon actually recommends. Three dollars a month is all it takes now to support New Dad, Newer Dad, and become a part of our community on Facebook. Um, we're trying to grow that. We, we've stalled out. We've got some great guys in there. Um, we want to keep building that. Uh, and ladies. Um, and yeah, we got a couple ladies in there. Uh, this is not just for dads. That's all. We just want to build the community so that we can do more things. And, and we just need a way to get more people involved in the community. So $3 a month is all it takes to uh, to support us. So patreon.com slash new dad, newer dad. Enjoy the show. Welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad, episode number 70. I'm Eric Smith, and I'm here as always with Dustin Lopez. Dustin, how are you? I can't believe we made it to 70. I'm well. How are you today, Eric? Good. I'm feeling swole. Well, I was telling you before, you look like a different person. That's what a day and a half of eating junk food, and I had my first soda. What is that? No, what, do you not know what swole means? I'm telling, just let me get to the point. Okay. And then realizing that you got to get your shit together and you got to get jacked up. Yeah. And that's what I did. Okay. I, I shoveled probably 25,000 total pounds of snow mm-hmm. in the last 48 hours. Yeah. A tree fell on my house. Mm -hmm. The power was out multiple times for several hours at a time. And for the first time in my life, while I was shoveling, I thought to myself, why do I live in Cleveland? It happened. They broke me. Yeah. I, I, why is any of this surprise you living in Cleveland? For as long as you have. You know what? It was kind of like I got I got punched in the dick by uh, like 2020 multiple times, and you know it, it could you you could have guessed how Cleveland winter was going to arrive in 2020. Okay, it was it went from pleasant rainy day on Monday to, hey, let's come over here and Rochambeau real quick. I'm going to really get you and dump two and a half feet of snow on you at the same time. Yeah, but it's also December 1st. So the fact that it took that long for us to get snow is... Well, you want to know what? The average snowfall in Cleveland in December is 14 inches. We more than doubled that. So thanks a lot, global warming. I was just saying, if if it was really going to be like a 2020 thing, then this would have happened um, in October after a degree day. Hey, tell that to the fence and deck and pool and roof that's broken in my backyard. Oh, damn, it broke the deck too. Everything. How's the picture? I break the pool. I saw the pictures on uh, well, on Melissa what? Story. Instagram story. Oh, she posted something. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll get you the better picture. This is oh by by the way, this is my driveway today. <laughs> Maybe it's just a shirt. That shirt is a is a very uh, flattering shirt for you. Maybe it's I love the, the shirt. I got it at Costco. Did you recently? Um, yeah, about a month and a half, two months ago. Oh, I would get like three or four more if I could. Yeah. That always happens like that. Um, yeah, so I got, I got, I mean, this was just, this has been a rough couple of days, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I could have it worse, but just, it's tough. Is your driveway dirt? No, my driveway is not dirt, typically. Now it is. 
because the plow guy ran off the side of the driveway and into my yard and proceeded at 4.30 in the morning while I'm sleeping in a powerless house with no heat to wake my dogs up and try to dig himself out. God, he was nowhere near the driveway. No, he was not. Holy shit. And it, my driveway was staked off until he ran I, over the stake. I was going to say, where were the stakes? They were there. Oh, my God. This is, oh, man. We have to put this on the Instagram story so people know what we're talking about. It's just that's, bad, man. That's like 50, 50% driveway, 50% yard. Yeah, not <laughs> even. I couldn't even get out of the driveway because he plowed the the snow into half the driveway. So I couldn't get out of the driveway after the guy plowed. First time that's ever happened to me. Um, are these people going to fix your yard? Yeah, well, that's the thing. is he, He's been such a, a champ about the whole thing. I feel really bad for him because shout out to David who on on yesterday morning got stuck in one of his clients' driveways because they didn't stake it off at all. And he, he ended up in a ditch and um, broke his first truck, his backup truck. Um, he took that out, and then he got stuck in my driveway with his backup truck. And then his, the backup truck ended up breaking late early this morning, late last night. I'm sorry. Um, Should this guy be plowing anything? No, so that's the thing, is that because he didn't get to my house yesterday, um, what ended up happening was was I needed to leave and come back like four different times. So I had packed all the snow down, and it was so wet that it turned to ice underneath. So when he tried to come in and plow, all he did was he hit the, the he turned into the driveway, and he just kept sliding right off into my yard. So I, I really do have to hand it to him. I feel really bad for him. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, this this picture is not just like a slide off into your yard. That's plowing. Well, the yeah, yard. the aftermath is what really killed me. The aftermath was definitely not pleasant. Aftermath. But he, he also does my grass, and he also does my landscaping. Okay. Um, and he's family, so I do have to cut him a break. Um. I mean, he does a great job. So that's well. Let, let us know when that happens. Well, it'll be in the springtime for sure. Or unless, I mean, unless all the snow melts. I mean, all the snow could melt tomorrow. I mean, that's reality. So, anyway, um, yeah. So yesterday, um, it was interesting with the kids being in the storm, and um, it's actually like it's kind of funny because we're going through the snowstorm and the power goes out. And that was like a problem within itself because, you know, we're very dependent on power. I mean, we have noise machines that we have during nap time. We have, um, you know, none of, like it wasn't even like the, the Internet went out, like couldn't charge an iPad. Um, I mean, these are all first world problems, obviously. But like, I mean, it made it a very challenging day. So at, um, at like one o'clock, Melissa's in the kitchen and she's just kind of hanging out with the kids and she's looking outside just beyond the pool there is a there's a tree and it just started coming towards the house and luckily it did not end up in the kitchen it kind of like started coming towards the kitchen and then veered off to the to the right and ended up coming into the um like it broke the whole fence and then kind of came on the deck and stuff and so um I mean, it was really scary for her. She wanted to leave immediately and go over to her parents' house, but her parents were without power as well. So I took them over there. I dropped them off. This is a big-ass tree. You guys are very lucky. We are so lucky. Um, it probably did a little damage to the roof. Um, I haven't been able to get up there, though, because we still are sitting in two and a half feet of snow. So um, it's been a very challenging day. Um, and I talked to the insurance company and I said, Hey, just deal with it. I'm, I'm not going to deal with this. So, um, yeah, I took them over to my in-laws house and they have this really cool stove fireplace thing. If you, if anybody has the opportunity to get one of these and they have a fireplace, it's kind of neat. You know, you just put some wood in there and it heats like 1500 square feet of your house. Um, it gets super, super hot, has a little fan in it and stuff. Anyway, um, drop them off, go and I, I go and I get a generator um, you know, like one of those portable generators uh, from Costco. And um, I come back, I get it all set up. I go to the 
to the um, gas station to go get some gas for it. And uh, I forget my wallet. I come back home and the power's back on. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I went and I got the kids and I got Melissa and I brought them back home. And we spent a few hours hanging out. And then we get the kids in bed and we're sitting in bed for the first time. I had just shoveled so much snow. It's disgusting. And <laughs> the power goes out again at like 930 at night. And the kids start screaming. Their noisemakers went off. It was just the whole thing. So finally got them back over to my in-laws. They're going to sleep there. I'm going to sleep here. I'm going to plug the generator into the into the um, refrigerator and some space heaters and stuff. And um, by the time I got back here, I was so tired. I couldn't even, like, I tried to put on something on the iPad, um, like the Mandalorian, and I couldn't even get, like, five minutes into it. I, I passed out. I was just, like, so tired. Mm-hmm. And um, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was freezing. It was, like, 58 degrees in the house. Um, and, uh, and then I went back to bed and then three hours later, the snowplow thing happened. <laughs> and then, um, and then about an hour and a half after the dogs wake me up from that, I let them out, um, go back to bed about an hour and a half later, all the lights in the whole house I had on. <laughs> so I'm sleeping and all of a sudden all the lights go on and I literally jump out of bed. I was like, Oh my God, what's going on? And I was like so deliriously out of it. Um, but I'll tell you, I learned so much through this. If you're in an area of the United States that has hurricane, tornado, you know, whatever, and you have kids, there is so many things that I will be prepared for now that I was not prepared for. <gasps> Did I m- miss something? Oh, Dustin. What happened? Sorry, I just realized something. What? I missed a consult today at five o'clock. Oh, geez. Well, that sucks. Okay. Did did that stop your train of thought? Yeah. Sorry. Um. So, um, I have like I just started like writing things down. I actually have like a an old like um like envelope i just started writing things down on last night because i was like oh my god there's just so many things that i was not prepared for like i have um these like little flashlight thingies that plug into the wall i don't have any down here right now um but you get them a four pack at costco and they plug in the wall and then they have a little usb thing on the side of them and we've always used those for just like night lights right and um that was the only thing that I really had that I was like, oh, yeah, this makes me feel prepared. So I went to the Internet on my phone, and I just started writing things down. And it's like so many different things that you just don't think about, like battery-powered noise machine in, instead of, I mean, you probably, I don't, do you use a noise machine? Um, Ford, like white noise. We put one on for Ford when he goes to sleep. I'm not sure if he actually needs it or not. Yeah, so like. um a battery like um, yeah i didn't have a battery one mine's electrical so it's like you know something that like plugs in like with a usb i found one of those on amazon um and so that's you know awesome um and then like even things that are like necessities right like so i'm on a well i'm on well water and so like my well pump doesn't work when i don't have electricity and so i can't get water out of anything and i can't flush toilets and stuff I mean, I could flush it. It's just not going to refill with water. And so um, that's where things like I, I went and got um, these jugs, like big five-gallon jugs, and I filled them all with water when the water came, when the power came back on that first time. Um, I cleaned all the dishes because we had my birthday dinner the night before. And, uh, and then I got these jugs, and I filled them up with water, and then I just stuck them in the garage. And then I have this, um, it's called a Berkey, and it's like a water filtration system. It's just like a big cylindrical thing like this, but bigger. And um, and it has a filter, like a carbon fiber filter or something like that. And it filters the water. Um, and so I could just pour the pour the jug of water in there. I mean, that's I should have had that like prepped, you know, just all the time, you know, just in case something happens. So there's tons of stuff like that that you just don't think about until you're in the situation where you need it. And then you're regretful that you don't have it. Because with kids, it changes the game. Like, 
you know, me as an adult, I can deal with it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the kids, I mean, I'm like talking to Mateo, like he's, you know, 10. I'm like, okay, you got to be a big boy now. Right. <laughs> and he's like, screw you, dad. I'm not being, you know, anything. I'm going to be me. And, you know, he's just still being a wild child. So, um, definitely a lot of things that I wish I would be more prepared for. I will be prepared for the next winter storm or tornado or power outage of any sort. I will be prepared. How did you fare? Uh, um, just got a lot of snow. You just got a lot of snow. No power outage, no nothing. Nope. No, I, I I didn't really hear about any power being out on the west side. For those listeners that don't know, Cleveland is kind of split up into two sides connected by a bridge. And, um, and Eric lives on the west side and I live on the east side. I live on the far, far west side. And I live on the, on the far east side pretty much. Yeah, I, I mean, I... Uh... Yeah, I do a lot of shoveling. Um, I don't know. You did the shoveling? You didn't get a kid from the neighborhood to do it? No, I, I posted on Facebook, but nobody really answered. So I just went out and did it. And cleared out the garage so we can park at least one car in there next time it snows. Um, that's, but that's, see, that's an, that's an area of preparation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... These are things that, you know, you kind of just wish. I wish I would have done on Monday when it was not snowing. <laughs> it was just raining. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I messed my uh, shoulder up pretty good over the weekend. Oh, no. What happened? Putting up a like a, a pergola, like a small pergola on our deck. Mm. And uh, we had to move the beams down because the, pers- the, the guy doing our deck, he did it initially and he put the beams too high, like right at the very top of the poles. So I had to move them down a little bit, and I put a cross uh, at, at June's um, suggestion. I put a cross bar just a little bit lower, so then when I unscrewed the beam and set it on the crossbar, and then go to the other one and bring it down, so then I don't have to, you know, it's holding the beam there where it's going to actually be screwed in, you know. Yes, but I only put one screw in the crossbar, so I did one side. And then I went over to do the other side and it just went right through the crossbar because I only had one screw in. So it was basically it just turned it and it came down on my shoulder like really, really hard. I was at the top of a ladder. Um, it hurts really bad. I, it didn't dislocate, which I was surprised about, but I think, I think it screwed up some nerves because when I was out there shoveling, like I just started losing feeling in my arm. Hmm. Well, you know, you um, you should pay attention to whether or not you feel like there's like electricity going through your arm and it like hurts when you sneeze. Mm-hmm. That would indicate that, the, that there's a nerve disconnection in your in your shoulder. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and also, um, the thing that you were concerned about for me happened that I wasn't concerned about. Uh, Bo's teacher. Tested positive for COVID on Monday. Mm-hmm. Bo was at school on Monday. I'm sorry to hear that. She, she sent us Monday night. There, were, she was just uh, she was going to have some kind of like medical procedure done later in the week, so they had to go do a COVID test. So she wasn't even feeling anything. She just went and got it done, mm-hmm. and it came back positive. And then the day after is when she finally started getting symptoms. Hmm. Wow. So Bo has to quarantine for 14 days. Uh, actually, that's um, now changed. Changed to what? Seven. Oh, that's, well, I mean, she just told us the other day that's what the doctors or whoever told her. Yeah, the CDC came out today. Um, they were talking about it a couple of days ago, but I guess today NPR um, officially published that the CDC has changed their guidelines to seven days. Uh, sometimes it's 10. Yeah. Um, depending on the type of circumstance and whether or not there's symptoms. But if you're asymptomatic, it's seven days. Right. I was going to say, because I, I started looking that stuff up, and it was like symptoms can show up anywhere between two and 14 days. 14 days seems like a really, really long time. 
Yeah, they've adjusted that. Yeah, or something to like stay dormant, and then all of a sudden, yeah, up up. So I um, I I'm staying home from work. Like it just so happened that you know Tuesday we had all that snow, but I was I was planning to stay home from work anyway. It's just you know just in case. Yeah, probably probably best for sure. Yeah, so I'll be home the rest of the week. Um. I feel like that'll be enough time. If I don't show any symptoms, I can go back in the office on Monday. Um, you know, the this is a kind of an offline kind of thing, but um, one thing for you to be aware of is that, uh, and I got a, an email from my HR company. Um, I outsource our HR. And um, I, I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that if you're out of work and you are unable to do work for whatever reason because of COVID, there's a special tax credit that your boss can get um, and and you can still get paid for the time that you're out of work. Oh, but I'm still working. Yeah, no, I'm just letting, I mean, if for whatever reason, you know, it's Wednesday, it's a couple of days later, Yeah. you know, a couple of days from now, you're starting to feel very tired and you develop a cough and whatever. I mean, hopefully, you know, God forbid that happens, but, um, you know, there's, there's a financial consideration there that, you know, you might be able to, to get. Mm. Well, I, I mean, I can get, get unemployment also. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a fun that, that we've been dealing with and nothing like you, but How was your uh, How was your birthday dinner? Uh, birthday dinner was good. Um, I did something exceptional on my birthday. I thought I would share it with you and everybody else because um, I'm very proud of myself. Um, Monday was a very rainy day here in Cleveland, Ohio, and um, I we had previously set up a time to do a hike with Mike, and um, Mike is a friend of ours. Um, also works with Eric and I on uh, TMV. Um, but the, um, the fun part about Mike is that he's done hikes all over the country, Pacific crest trail, Appalachian trail. He walked, he biked across the country. I mean, a really, uh, fun, uh, and awesome personality. Um, but, uh, I was not excited about hiking with Mike on Monday cause it was raining and, uh, I forced myself to go out in the rain and, um, and hike. And we hiked. And we walked and we walked and we walked. And um, it was raining. And all the rain was dripping over my, the hood of my jacket and everything. And I don't know. I just, I went outside my comfort zone. And I'm really happy that I did it. Because it was good to get away from work. To get away from, you know, the, the computer. And, 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 and to a certain extent, even the kids, you know, because they were... They were with uh, Maggie, um, and it just made it such an exceptional day. Um, I don't know if I'll ever forget that particular hike. There was nothing about that hike that was interesting, or you know, that was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Or, or it was just the fact that I didn't want to do something. I did it anyway. I physically exerted myself on a day where I was totally not feeling that, and um, I got out there. Now I really like hiking. I, I feel like I could, that could become something that I do. Cool, dude. Have you ever gone on a hike? Um, when I was little, or younger, we, we'd go on hikes a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like a good activity I could even take Mateo to and Solly to. I mean, uh, you know, when they get was, older. Yeah, when I was, um, I don't know, like 10, 11, 12, 13, whatever, like, me and the kids on the street, one of the dads would always take us out on Sundays for, for hikes. I mean, it's I'm just got to like, gear up, you know? Yeah, we do it, like, uh, all year round, too. I remember specifically a couple times when we went in the snow. That was really awesome. And then also one time where I fell through the ice in, in mm. the creek in Bay Village. Um, wow. And they raced me back home. It wasn't anything serious, but oh, something that I remember. Hypothermia or anything? No. <laughs> I just got really cold. It was, it was fine. Yeah. So um, an eventful few days, wouldn't you say? I mean, I feel like between Thanksgiving and birthday and 
you know, major snowstorm, blizzard, whatever you want to call it. I just feel like there's um, so much. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you feel like there's like what? I don't know. You just stopped. Oh. Um, I was just saying it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot going on. I'm I'm excited for one thing. I can tell you this after the storm. Um, I have like this little tiny drone that has a camera on it. I mm. want to put it up in the air and like look at my roof. Yeah. Should have done that today, but I was just trying to get caught up. You know, you, you, you're without power and it's just, mm. it's, it's a lot. Yeah, to talk myself out of, like I saw an ad for a drone and I was like, oh, maybe I need a drone. I don't need a drone. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I did, I, I did find, um, a couple of things just in terms of storm related stuff. Cause it's just fresh for me. Um, I thought I would share, you know, kind of like a top 10 of like storm preparation for our listeners. What do you think? Is it like with kids? Yeah. With, for kids. Yeah, of course. Fatherly advice. Duh. Okay. What do you think? Am I going to stop you? Sure. I don't think so. Okay, I'll start now. Um, first and foremost, follow safety tips and evacuation procedures if you're evacuating. Um, second, make sure that when you're with your children, they're, that your nonverbal cues are, you're paying attention to those, like your facial expression, your body language. You know, those are things that kids pick up on, especially things like tone, you know? So if you're like really anxious, like Melissa, when the tree fell, mm-hmm. Melissa got very upset. And I was like, Melissa, this isn't about you. This is about the children. Mm-hmm. We have to take care of them right now. They're very upset. Yes. I don't, I don't even think they were really up to, that upset. Yeah. But I, I have to, I have to check June on her tone all the time. Yeah. I mean, kids her, pick up on that, you know, her, her tone is just, it's, it's like biting, like no matter what. And the kids are immediately triggered by it. Mm. Well, we all have our triggers. Largely in part due to our our family members, you know? Mm. Um, This is the hardest part. Number four, keeping routines consistent. I mean, I don't know about you, but routine is a big thing in my household. And, you know... I think that when you're in a storm situation, you're without power, you're with whatever, you're in a hurricane, a tornado, whatever, the aftermath of it. Um, predictable meal times, predictable bedtimes. Those are the things that are that you can control. A lot of the other stuff you can't. Um, also, uh, making sure, like Mateo, for instance, has um, a, like a blankie, you know, but it's really just a burp, a burp cloth. Um, we just have like a hundred of them, so you know he just can pick one up. He always thinks it's the same one, but it's not. Um, don't tell him I said that. Um, so like bringing that along with him, a cherished toy or blanket. Uh, number six, let your child know what's coming next. Communicate with your kids. Let them know, hey, we're going to grandma's house right now. We're gonna have so much fun at grandma's house, and um, you know that just that communication is is really big. Um, if there's anything that's like frightening, you know, it's okay to shield your child. It's not helicopter Dustin talking here, but making sure that if there's something that, um, you know, I don't, I, this was something that was surprising to me. Babies can feel fear or experience fear as early as three to five months old. So you need to make sure that if there's something really intense happening, like an intense conversation or, you know, some sort of frightening image of some sort, you need to shield your child. And then uh, number eight, um, and we have a couple more after this. Go real quick. Play, sing, and tell stories. Pretty self-explanatory, but that was a big one yesterday. That was a lot of what we were doing because there was nothing else to do. There was no iPad. There was no, you know, played with some, you know, trucks and stuff like that, but there's no lights on. So we were running off of these little tiny, tiny lights. Um, Last couple here. Know that during this time, your child may seem to lose some skills they've already gained. And I wanted to mention this because it's completely related to COVID. 
um, there's been articles now that I've been reading that people um, that have kids that have potty trained, their kids have regressed and gone back into diapers because of COVID and because it's a very traumatic thing over the last several months in a lot of different ways. But that's something that, that actually happens. So when they become clingy, uh, they, they're really looking for comfort and um, giving that to them um, is a good thing, but they may regress in some of their skills that they've learned. Last one, if you or your child weathered the storm together, you may find that your child cries or fusses more or seems to be very withdrawn even after the event. I will say that this is something that did not happen to me. They went to bed like that last night, and the same thing goes for tonight. So very, very thankful for that. But if anybody ever experiences a storm, I feel like those are 10 really great tips. And that's Dustin's just a tip. newest sec segment called Just a Tip. Just a tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. You blew it. Great, uh, great tips, Dustin. Thank, thank you very much. I appreciate that. We had, uh, oh, we went, uh, we, we went and got a Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. That seemed like it was fun. I have a fake tree every year. We cut it down. First time I've ever done that. I, I saw that. That looked exciting. Um, yeah. Uh, June picked the um, the farthest possible tree farm we could have gone to. <laughs> so you know it was where, super exciting. You know where Manor's tree farm is? In Montville, Ohio. Oh, I do know Montville. Yes, it's an you hour. Two Montvilles, Ohio's. An hour and a half away from my house. We probably passed eight to ten other tree farms on our way to that tree farm. Did you know there's two Montville, Ohio's? No, I don't really care. <laughs> well, it's a thing. Anyways, yeah, we we went and you jump on the um, like a um, hayride type deal. Some horses take you back to the where the trees are. And you grab your sled and you go pick a tree out. You cut it down. Take it back. They wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Take the horse back to the barn. And they put it on your car and, and that's that. 70 bucks doesn't matter what size tree you get. Mm. We got some pretty big ones. Did you uh, get it back home and it was like kind of... Um... Clark Griswold? No, no, I think we, uh, um, I think we were pretty conservative and it's probably about, I don't know, six and a half, seven feet tall. Mm. It's nice. Not, it's, That's a nice size. It's full, but not, not too, too much. Yeah. Now I hear you. Looks good. I just put the lights on tonight. <clears throat> it was, it was fun. June was taking a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, she was, she had been talking about just getting a, a real tree this year and then getting a fake tree for every year after this, but she's, she had, she's like, I like doing that. Let's do that with the kids until they don't care. It's like, all right, but can we find a closer tree farm? <laughs> right. Uh, it's a lot with, you know, three kids. Right. No. I... And one can't sit up or walk. Yeah. I liked how you put them in the the sled with you. Um, so in like they they when you get off the the hayride deal, <clears throat> they have all the sleds ready with like a piece of carpet for you to kneel on, and then uh, the you know a handsaw. Mm -hmm. Then we saw people walking around with like, you know, like a, a Ryobi like jigsaw type deal, which was kind of understandable. But then I saw somebody with a friggin' mini chainsaw. And it's just like, what? what's the point or fun in that? Uh, that person probably just has way too much testosterone. It takes two seconds. It's like, why did you even bother coming out here? Mm -hmm. it, it took me between two and five minutes to, to hand saw down our tree. I just, it seemed unnecessary. It's also so unnecessary. The guy was um, like, you, you pay like the, they have some organization come and you just donate to them and then they, they tie it on your tree. Hmm. They have people they're tying it on. So 
my window's down and he's um uh tying it up and he's like oh where'd you guys coming from we're like north ridgeville <laughs> he's like oh wow i think you guys are the, our farthest uh family today or at all what made her choose this farm i don't know she saw someone posting about it on facebook or instagram or something i don't know Hmm. that you know she makes up her mind right there that that's the one you need to go to interesting has um do you ever use a pack and play um we we have it set up in the playroom right now it wasn't the the living dining room um with uh, it's mostly just for um changing diapers so it has that diaper changing station on it yeah um and then it had like a like a, a angled bed thing on it where we used to feed him bottles, but he doesn't like eating there anymore. Hmm. So it's, it's just hanging out still for a diaper changing station. And then once he can like sit up and, and stand up, we'll probably, you know, put him in there every once in a while. Yeah. So I found this like, cause my, my in-laws have both pack and plays at their house um, for, for beds. Cause they didn't, I, I don't want to get like a crib or anything for the kids over there and they stay over there. And I mean, Mateo sleeps over there on, on Saturday nights. Um, but I found this other one. It's called, um, if you want to type it into your browser, it's called Regalo or Regalo Six Panel My Play Portable Play Yard. And um, it looks freaking amazing. I just, it's 50 bucks too, which is like, I feel like that's pretty cheap for what it is. Wait, what? It's a, it's kind of like a pack and play. Mm. But it's a it's called the Regalo Six Panel My Play Portable Play Yard, and I think one of the things that I'm kind of like struggling with is oh sure we, we have one of those. Not you have one of those that brand. We have a different brand. Oh, but it's kind of like that. It's very much like that. Yeah. So my question is: is the bottom layer of this thing looks like it's just a sheet? Yeah, so it's just very thin, like plastic fabric. But, but wouldn't they just sink into it and like? I feel like uh, that would be terribly uncomfortable. Yeah. It, uh, that comes with it, huh? Uh, I, we have a mattress for ours, so it's a oh. it's like that. It's like an octagon. Uh huh. Um, and you can't like fold the mattress at all. It's like a very stiff. Like oh, mattress that just plops right down inside it. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, that'll see. I don't even know if we'll need that. We, we were bringing that to like the beach when Quinn was really small. Um, and then ours has like a, a roof piece you can put on it too, so it's shaded. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is the reason why I bring it up is because you're talking about like we're talking about like the kids at the at the tree farm and everything and. And like one of the things that I feel like I'm really slacking on is uh, is Solomon's tummy time and getting him to crawl. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't want to skip over that like I did with with uh, Mateo. And I feel like if and I feel like also I always have to watch Solomon when he's when he's like doing anything unless I have him in his walker, but I can't bring his walker down on the carpet in the basement here. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, like, if I got a pack and play or something like that, this one's only fifty bucks, and it seems like it's pretty good. It's really highly rated. And if I got the mattress, like you just said, see, this is why I ask you this stuff. You get the mattress with it; mm-hmm. it's actually a really good deal. And then he can kind of like just hang out in there while I'm working. Yeah, that's a good price. So I just search players just to see which one we have. We have the Summer Infant. Oh yeah, that's my that's my monitor company. Um, ours doesn't ours is a little bit different than the ones on here just because it's an older model yeah. I mean, it's the same thing it's just a little bit different um yeah. but that's a, a more expensive brand but we got it at that online auction that we used to do all the time oh I, yeah i got it for like 30 bucks yeah and then we found the mattress there as well and the the roof cover yeah i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna put this in the cart Anyway, um, yeah, and there's a lot more room in there for them to move around than than just a regular pack and play. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Because he does like to move around. There's no doubt about that. 
And then if Mateo wants to get in there, he, he can if he wants to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so funny. I don't know if your kids are like this, but Mateo's still like 30 pounds. Mm. And Solomon's already up to like 20. Mm. And Mateo has a 16-month head start on him. But it's almost like Mateo kind of plateaued a little bit. Yeah, they'll they'll catch up. I feel like Quinn is catching up on Bo rapidly. Really? Yeah. See, that's Bo's super skinny, and he doesn't. He he needs to eat more. Um, they were both supposed to have doctor's appointments tomorrow, but since Bo's technically supposed to be in quarantine, mm. I'm gonna have to call in the morning and cancel those. Mm. Well, I'm uh, I'm sorry we didn't get to have a guest on tonight. That's all right. We'll do it next week. That's true. It gives people an extra week to check out Brendan James. I listened to the new album this weekend. Um, it's very good. Yeah, I've uh, like I said, I've been listening to his music since 2009. So, you know what's really kind of funny, Eric? Mm. Um, you know, I don't know if you ever have this situation happen, but like, you know, social media is interesting because you get to see who's who follows who and who's friends with who and all that kind of stuff. Um, I just followed Brendan's uh, Instagram, and I come to find out that a friend of mine from high school, not a friend of mine, uh, somebody I went to high school with, not that he's not my friend, it's just I'm I'm not like good friends with him, I'm a, an acquaintance of his from high school. Um, he is a guitarist, and he's guitared for Ariana Grande, and he's been, you know, all over the world. I mean, he's really a, uh, an exceptional guitarist. And his name is Adam. And Adam follows Brendan. And I thought, wow, that's actually like a small world kind of situation. Maybe they know each other. I was just I just pulled up his Instagram to see if I knew anybody that was following him. Only you. Only me. And I just started following him. I'm just not good with the social media stuff. So did he get on Instagram recently? Because he I fe- thought he would have a bigger following. Do we have anybody watching this? Um, I don't know. If you're watching, you should comment. Why? I don't know. Um, well, any other any other happenings? Um, there was some June. June's birthday was Sunday. I try. Did you see the video I sent you? By the way. Yeah, I forgot to respond. June laughed. She thought it was funny. Cute. I don't know what this thing is, but I sing happy birthday, and Mateo goes. And then he tries to smack me across the face. Maybe he's singing uh, Billy Joel. Oh, maybe. Get it? Get it? I don't get it, but... Heart attack. Yeah, anyways, so her her birthday present didn't arrive on time. The one thing that she asked for, um, and I had been talking to the customer service for... uh, almost a week leading up to it, just trying to make sure that it got to the right place in time. Yeah. Um, best customer service experience ever. So this is with Ruggable or rugs. Ooh. I ordered her this huge nine by 12 rug. It's like 500 something dollars. They ended up sending out a new one. It hasn't shipped yet, but they were just like, we want to send one out just to make sure that it, something gets to you. Cause FedEx kept delivering it to the wrong place. Um, so then finally they they refunded me half of the cost of the rug and said, keep the new rug once it gets there. So now you have two. Well, I have one at the moment. Well, eventually you'll have two. Yeah. So that's why I was checking with you to see if you guys like that design or not. Yeah. Well, um, I'll have to ask. Did you talk to Melissa about that? We were back and forth. What's uh, we were yes, I, I talked to her about it a little bit, and also I had I had gone out and and got her these big um you know the big number balloons. Yes. So I got a yes, four yes, zero yes. and and uh like a the cursive like happy B day balloon to go under it, and like I, I woke up early Sunday morning like right before she's coming down to come and like take them up from the basement and set them up in the the kitchen when she came mm-hmm. and then I hear her coming down the stairs and I was I just finished up and I start going up the stairs and normally I don't go downstairs before her 
And she just goes, please don't, please don't remind me I'm 40. (laughs) (laughs) Giant number 40. (laughs) She turns the corner. That is too much. That's pretty funny. And we went to Cheesecake Factory for dinner, and that was just just the worst. It was all the whole experience, the worst. Mm -hmm. I I never want to go to the restaurant again. Going to the restaurant with the kids is the exact opposite experience of why you go to restaurants. And I finally realized that you're driving home. It's like, I want to go to a restaurant. I want to sit, enjoy food, enjoy some conversation, have a drink, and relax. But I'm just constantly like yelling at a kid or telling somebody to sit or making sure somebody's eating. And it's the opposite of relaxing. I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm never going to the restaurant again with these kids until the youngest one is like five years old. I would say even older than that, to be honest with you. Yeah, we don't go to restaurants very often other than brunch on Sunday mornings. Yeah, I was like, let's, uh, I mean, uh, Paula can come too so she can get a break from these kids. Because it is just, it's, it's going to a restaurant is worse than staying home. With them. Yeah, oftentimes for sure. It's just terrible. So that's that's that. Well, looks and looks. Looks and looks. I already said it. Oh, I didn't hear it. You cut out. No, I didn't. I just said it really soft. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, hey, you know, last night got me in the mood. The mood for what, Dustin? The mood for Star Wars. And I found another oh, joke set up. Star Wars book. So, um, this is written by Calope Glass, Caitlin Kennedy, and Katie oh, Cook is the illustrator. Calope? Calope. Calope. This is called Star Wars ABC3PO. You have to be butchering that. I have to be butchering it. But the book's name is Star Wars ABC3PO. It's an alphabet book. It's in hardcover for $6.18 on Amazon. Will galactic friends who are hardly a bore from Akbar to Zeb, this nice little primer will teach you and make you an excellent rhymer. So Padawans, prepare, get ready, get set to learn the ways of the Force and the alphabet. That's got to be Calliope. Didn't, come on, I thought you watched uh, Grey's Anatomy. Is that Callie's real name? Yes. Well, I don't know about that. You don't know that that's her real name? No, I don't know that at all. It's her name. Well, now I know. That's what her dad calls her when he's angry oh, at her. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, when I see the word, when I see the letters O P E, I think ope, like a like a Northeast Ohio person says ope. Ope. Anyway, everybody should definitely pick up this book um, and start learning the ABCs with your kids. Um, there's a series of these, by the way, uh, that you can pick up. You can also pick up the O B one, two, three book, a book of numbers, and also. Creatures Big and Small, all written by Calope. <laughs> Calope? <laughs> I messed it up again, didn't I? Calliope. Calliope. All written by Calliope Glass. And you can buy them as a set for $30.16. Although I would imagine it would be... That's not the best price. There's no pictures. Because they're half-price books just like Eric. I'm sure they would be there as well. And uh, that does it for books and looks. We can't, I can't find her anywhere. Here we go. No. What do you mean? She wrote three books on Star Wars and you can't find her? I can't find a picture of her or no. Huh. Wow. Maybe it's a... 
maybe it's a ghost um oh i think it look on instagram calliope glass at calliope glass comes up as nicole stevens and then there's a bunch of weird pictures that are like sci-fi almost oh look at that i think we found calliope glass we put a hole in the matrix here okay that's not how it works um all right is that it well i do have one more piece of advice uh for everyone actually i'd like to start it off though just to see how it feels just with one really quick joke because i think it's hilarious what did the left eye say to the right eye bet you don't know what okay uh Something between us smells. Um, hey, I just uh, I, I realized I did something the other day. This is the last piece of advice I'm going to give today. Um, just, just for a second, just to see how it feels. Yes. Uh, this isn't a tip, though. This is just, you know, straight up advice. Um, just for a second, just to see how it feels. Every year I write a birthday post. And um, Eric made fun of it this year. Uh, just, said, just to you personally, though, I, I I I took it down on Facebook before anybody saw it. That's all right. You're allowed to make fun. It was just funny, just to be like, uh, it's. <laughs> but hey, um, one to make fun sometimes. You gotta one thing. If hey, we wouldn't be friends if if I took anything you said personally. Um, so. I was reading back through my birthday posts and um, I reiterated something this year that uh, I I wrote last year for my 35th birthday, this year being my 36th birthday, which is weird because I don't feel 36. Um, But there's an old Spanish proverb and uh, it, it basically refers to the fact that you are who you surround yourself with. And um there's a there's an american version of that that is you know you're the average of your five closest friends right and so i started taking note in my mind um you know thinking about the the five people that are dads that are my age that are you know my friends and you know i'm kind of the average of those people uh or i i'm kind of who i surround myself with right and started thinking about the differences in our parenting styles and the differences in, you know, uh, our children and how we go about things. And, and everybody has these very unique situations because we're married to different people and so on and so forth. And um, I just thought to myself, I'm really thankful that I have a lot of different friends that have a lot of different parenting styles I have a lot of very unique situations. Some people have three kids. Some people have one. Some people have none. Some people, you know, have two, whatever. Some people do it this way. Some people do it that way. And I think that having my parents into town recently, talking to my grandparents recently, talking to, you know, different people of all sorts, it made me really realize that I'm, I should be thankful for the differences that we all have. And not necessarily saying like, oh, that person over there is doing this that way and I would never do it that way. But rather looking at everybody that you're friends with and appreciating what it is that they do and what it is you do. And um, so I'm thankful for your your friendship, Eric, and your uh, ability to point out um, when uh, things that I'm doing are kind of funny and maybe not the way you would do it or whatever else. <clears throat> that wasn't a joke, but sure. Oh, all right. Um, so that's uh, all I got for you today. <laughs> okay. Cool. Ditto. That's and ditto. Eric, let me ask you a question. Yep. As we end this episode, number 70. And we look forward to the next 70. What is the favorite beverage of choice 
for Eric Smith? Beverage? Yes. What do you mean? Any beverage on the face of the planet? What would it be? Mm. I don't know how to answer that. Okay. Well, find out next time here on oh, New Dad, Newer Dad. Uh, coffee, right? Is that what it is? I think so. Okay. You want to give us a, a is that your final answer? Sure. Or do you need a lifeline? No, coffee, I guess. Coffee it is. Okay. Well, you know what they say here in these what parts of the podcasting world, Eric? What's your What's answer? That? Oh, well. See, it's I, not would so- say, I would say soda, but um, I've, I'm kind of off that now. I would say that iced tea, unsweetened, is my favorite beverage of choice. Have you fried anything yet? No. I, well, my power was out. You're going to have any power. Yeah. It's curious. I'm super stoked. It's literally, I have it like pulled out and sitting right, right on the counter. So anyway, um, okay. Well, that's all we got for you. Okay. You got anything else for me? No. Um, at New Dad, Newer Dad, at The Bearded DJ, at Dustin on the Road. That's what it is still, right? Yep. Um, check out Brandon James' music, his um, uh, new album, Leap Taken. Very good. Very, very good. Um, hopefully no more scheduling conflicts and we'll be able to have him on next week. Yeah, would love it. Um, yeah, and if you're a patron, you can see that live when it happens. So you get it probably a week ahead of time. Or two. Just a week. Okay. Well, that does it here for us at New Dad, Newer Dad. As we always say, be a dad, be a real dad. Read a book to your kids. Can I get an R2-D2 sound? No, that wasn't. (laughs) There you go. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, with my audio off? I will. I will.
talking to you for about five minutes. Oh, my bad. I was reading. Um, you're not using the microphone audio. So picky. Not really. Is this better? Yep. Okay. <laughs>